You know, guys, when you get to be our age, finding the motivation to get back in shape can be hard. It's just plain tough to find a routine and to stick with it. Good news. FitBod is a fitness app that is anything but routine. It tailors your workouts to fit your life, your goals, your gear, and even your schedule, so you can avoid burnout. And FitBod helps keep up your momentum by mixing in different exercises, reps, supersets, and circuits. Best yet, FitBod has over 1,000 demonstration videos, so you can learn the right way to do each exercise. It's time to ditch the boring routines and kickstart your fitness journey. Add FitBod to your workout essentials. Join today to get your personalized workout plan. Get 25% off your subscription or try the app for free at fitbod.me slash Zabe. That's F-I-T-B-O-D dot M-E slash Zabe. 162 games of baseball a season can feel like a grind to watch, but you can put the excitement back into each and every game with my bookie. Run lines, money lines, props galore. Nobody gives you more opportunities to win than my bookie. Getting started is simple. Deposit $300 and play with $200 instantly. Just use promo code ZABE to claim a MyBookie deposit bonus. Whether you're a diehard fan or a newcomer to the sport, there's never been a better time to join the MyBookie family. Go ahead and sign up today using promo code ZABE to secure your first deposit bonus up to $1,000 with MyBookie. Whatever you put in, they'll meet halfway all the way up to $1,000. Bet anything, anytime, anywhere with MyBookie.com. Today on the ZabeCast, the summer is slow and the good stories have dried to a trickle. But here comes Andy Poland to put a charge into our Monday. We'll talk James Kahn and Tony Sirico, Lamar Jackson's agent malpractice, Sunday tickets future on satellite, plus when it comes to Dan Snyder's PR people, They've got command of absolutely nothing. Your 30-minute uncensored bonus edition of Pure Me is locked and loaded, so buckle up and let's go. (laughs) Here we go. Well, Andy, it's the dead of summer, but it was a terrible week for beloved old actors, both James Kahn and Paulie Walnuts, aka Tony Sirico, died last week. That sucks. Yeah, they were both great gangsters, but there was a lot more to James Kahn than just playing Sonny Corleone. He uh, he had a really varied career. Uh, the Paulie Walnuts character was great, but sure. Tony Sirico is probably primarily known for that and not much else. Pretty right? one-dimensional. James Caan, I thought, Andy, was the coolest old dude in Hollywood for the longest time, right? Like, just yeah. a cool effing guy. Whatever character he played, he came off as cool. Yeah, I, I think so. But, you know, I, I, you're probably not old enough to remember when Brian <laughs> Song hit the air for the first time. I know, Brian. I I wasn't alive. It was, what, 69? 71. So, uh, yeah. And uh, and it was a made-for-TV movie, so it wasn't in the theater. And uh, you had an unknown... Oh yeah, ABC Movie of the Week. Wow! And and it was um and it was a, a movie okay. that uh, for the record, yeah. Brian's song was about Brian Piccolo, who right. played for the Bears. Mm-hmm. 
Chicago Bears. And, and well, he he was actually mentioned in a book written by Gail Sayers called I Am Third. And it was about the relationship he had with Brian Piccolo and that they became roommates, which was very unusual for a black and white player in those days to room together. And Piccolo was not only white, but he was from the South. Um, but was Piccolo running up- back like Sayers? Yeah, he came from Wake Forest, and uh, he was, you know, a great college player, but uh, obviously paled in comparison in the pros to pick to Sayers and wound up being Sayers' backup. But they became great friends, and the story evolved to Piccolo developing cancer and uh, the famous moment where Gail Sayers accepts the George Hallis Courage Award and says to the crowd, uh, this is not for me, this is for Brian Piccolo, who exhibits courage every day, and said, you know, when you hit your knees tonight, please send one up for Pick, who I guess died nice. a few days later of cancer. And that was, but, a, re- um, that was a real moment? That was not just in the movies? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, and it, was, it, was, it, was, it really wasn't even embellished. If, if you see the actual speech, it's not that much different than uh, what Billy D. Williams delivers in the movie. But here, here is... Here is, I think, the coolest so wait, part. Billy Billy D played Gail Sayers, and Correct. James Kahn played Brian Piccolo. Correct. Okay. Yeah. So here here is the coolest nugget about the movie. I think uh, the movie was being put into production. They wanted James Kahn to play the role. Kahn was unknown, but he had already shot the Godfather scenes that he was going to be in as Sonny Corleone. And he had a pretty good idea that The Godfather was going to be a a big hit. And he thought of himself as a movie actor. And he said, no, I don't want to do television. I'm a movie actor. And they tried to push him and push him. And he said, no, no, no. And finally, (laughs) finally, they said to him, look, we're going to shoot this at the Bears training camp in, I think, Lake Forest, Illinois. And uh, Khan had been a good high school athlete had, I think, tried to walk on at Michigan State in football. And he thought at the age of 29, having never played any really level of college football, that the Bears would get a look at him in training camp and might sign him to a contract. And that's why he agreed to do the made-for-TV movie. Wow. (laughs) Wow. How about that? Here was the deathbed scene of James Caan as uh, Brian Piccolo in Brian's song, Made for TV Movie. I did not know that. Orson A. And they, uh, won't let me punch. Look at the young Billy D. Williams. I can't oh, see him. I'm just saying, <laughs> such a prick, Andy. I'm trying, yeah. <laughs> I can't even understand what he's saying. Should I watch this movie, Andy? You've never seen it? I've never seen it. Oh, my God. I know Turn about your mail it. card. Oh, my God. <laughs> I know. I suck. I do need to see it. But, man, oh, it's God. so old as a movie. My God. I understand. But it holds up. It holds it's, up. It's, it's a it's a love story between men. It's that's crazy. true. Uh, we don't yeah. say I love you enough as men. It's hard for us. Hard for yeah. us to do that. And that's one way to do it through sports. I love you, man, as he's dying. Yeah. Meanwhile, Tony Sirico, who is brilliant as Paulie Walnuts, and really the real Tony Sirico had a mobbish upbringing mm-hmm. in New Jersey, New York. So it wasn't much of a stretch for him to play this role. I have a kid up last week. 
Fuck that fucking parakeet. A cafe du jour is New Zealand's Peaberry. Mud on. All our food. Pizza, calzone, buffalo mozzarella, <laughs> olive oil. These fucks had nothing. They eat pootsie before we gave them the gift of our cuisine. <laughs> you know what? You know what the Sopranos to me was? That what? was the last appointment TV watching that you would do right. on Sunday night and talk about it the next day. Uh, Everything else you watch on your own time now. I know. But mo- mo- Monday mornings were, were Soprano recaps wherever you were, the gym, the office, mm-hmm. school, mm-hmm. no matter what. And we don't have that anymore. Yeah, We don't. Rest in peace, James Kahn and uh, Tony Sirico, a.k.a. Polly Walnuts. So I'm here in Milwaukee this week. Had an amazing Saturday. Maybe the best Saturday I've had in years where I did a triple header of glorious outdoor summer activities. You ready? Go. One, I played golf at the fabulous yeah. Bull at Pinehurst Farms, which is a Jack Nicholas design, Andy. Ooh, and I, like I played with one of the new co-owners, um, and he was talking about how they had, re- they had taken some bunkers out of the original mm. Nicholas design. And do you know you need approval from Nicholas to do these kind of changes? Otherwise, he could take his name off the course. So, what do you think, Damn Jack? Right. What do you think Jack would say, Andy, if somebody came to him and said, "Hey, I think I want to make these changes." Look, I did a lot of research into these bunkers, and I just don't put them out there willy nilly. So, if you want to make changes, you're going to have to run them by me and uh, get Barbara's approval as well. <laughs> or I'm yanking my name right off of this entire course, right? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. sure. Yeah. I mean, if you pay for Nicholas, shouldn't you get the Nicholas design well, rather the, than pusky around with it? That that's exactly the thing. Now, this is uh, this is the second ownership group that's had the course, and uh, unfortunately, the first owner ran into some hard times, and uh, the course kind of fell down a bit. Was in bankruptcy, but now it's out of bankruptcy, and it is fantastic. And uh, I can't thank. Uh, John Dunphy enough for uh, hosting me out there, one of the two owners. I'm going to have my tournament out there next week. So I played on Saturday morning early uh, at the Bulls. Incredible. Then I went to the Brewer game against the Pirates at American Mm -hmm. Family Insurance Field with my producer, Josh, and his lovely wife and his son. Uh, We stayed long enough until the game started to fall apart in the seventh inning, and they blew the lead and lost four to three. But I went from there, and then I went right to uh, Summerfest, which is the annual – Used to be a week and a half long straight music festival on these music festival grounds that have seven or eight major sound stages that for 20 bucks a ticket, you get into the park, you can go watch any number of bands, five, six, seven, eight bands in a night. They got Mm. a bigger amphitheater where I saw Thomas Rhett, major country music star, uh, as a headliner to kind of close Summerfest out. It's really the best thing Milwaukee has going for it every year. It's not the only best thing, but it's the best thing. And I was thinking, Andy, what is the best thing DC has going for it every year? Ooh, in that vein? Um... Yeah, because like some of our annual things, you know, annual golf tournaments, annual races, have kind of gone by the wayside. Yeah, we have the uh, barbecue battle. Uh, People (laughs) seem to What is that. that exactly? Uh, they, you know, a bunch of barbecue places get together on the mall and they have judging and things like that. Uh, Cherry Blossom Festival, I guess, might be uh, considered a, okay. a local. Yeah, yeah I guess um, so. That's that's definitely one. What else would I mean? I'm, obviously, D.C. is such a huge market and there's so many things going on all the time. 
Uh, would it be the uh, Marine Corps Marathon? If you're a runner, but if, if you're if, not, what is it, right? Yeah, I mean, do, do you do you really want to stand around for three hours and watch people go by and say, go, no. go, have a glass of water? No. No, 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 I do not want to do that. Yeah, so the, 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 that's a niche appeal, I would think. You yeah, know, just the people who are runners. But it was uh, it was like seventy eight degrees for a high, ooh, perfect ooh, ooh, weather, ooh. no humidity. I was in shorts and a t shirt or shorts and a golf shirt all day long. Probably spend the most outdoor time I've ever spent. <laughs> I was like free range outdoor guy <laughs> from five thirty a.m. until nine at night when the sun went down, mm. and still outdoors uh, in the did great. You put outdoors. on sunscreen? Did you? Did you protect for the, yourself for the golf? I did. Yes. Well, good for you. Uh, by the way, on the on the baseball, the, the last baseball game I attended was against the Pirates, uh, which were against the Nationals. And I went with my son. It was an afternoon weekday game. He happened to be home for a few days, and uh, he got a ball. I he, uh, saw that on social media. Okay, yeah. this is perfect. This is perfect. I don't think I brought this up with you, but it's a ongoing running debate on my show here in Milwaukee with my younger producer and his younger co-host friends i don't believe that baseball should be tossed to fans outside of the normal course of play in other words foul balls of course you keep home run balls Mm -hmm. of course you keep unless you're at wrigley and it's the other team Mm -hmm. i don't think they should be handed out like like popcorn like prizes between innings and i've said if you're a kid who got one of those balls it's basically meaningless and boy, did Ooh. I get pushback. Like, how dare you say that's a meaningless ball? And I'm like, but they just gave it to you. They could give any number of those balls out. That's a fair point. I, I think Where do there's, you there's fall some... on that? That, that I, a foul I, I ball that you're proud of getting has to be, hey, I was in the right place at the right time, and I fought off three other people to do it. Yeah, I, I think there's there's something to that. And, and often when you want to take away accolades for people – like uh, football players who didn't play long enough for your liking, telling them that they can't come to alumni day. I mm. side with you. I side on a different side of the fence. But well. on this one, <laughs> <laughs> on this one, I actually might be with you on this. Although I don't know how you would designate that. You know, how would you? How would you do that? I just um, don't think they should be flipped to the fans yeah, as as yeah. souvenirs. It che- to me, it cheapens it. Because let's say you got a foul ball. And you made a great play on it. And you can tell your friends, look at this. I caught this foul ball at the Cubs game. But Mm -hmm. there's any number of other people that have balls that were flipped to them by the ball boy between innings. Yeah, yeah. Rex Barney used to do the PA at the Baltimore Orioles games. And when there'd be a foul ball hitting the stands or a home run ball or whatever, and somebody would catch it on the fly, he would say, Give that fan a contract. <laughs> and and if you were just flipped a ball into the stands, well, would you be deserving of a contract? I think not. Yeah, no, I would agree on that. So anyway, your son got the ball. Was yeah. it a great heroic catch, or did it rattle around and clatter into the seats? No, we, we actually, um, because he went on StubHub and because it was a weekday afternoon, we bought fabulous tickets for like 30 bucks. I really? mean, these are, oh yeah, these are really great seats right along the third baseline. And what was face game, value? You got them for 30. I, what was face? Do you know? I don't, I don't even know, but I'm guessing these might be 80 to a hundred dollars seats. Okay. Maybe. I don't know. Sweet. Uh, and, and they're nowadays they have the full netting up, uh, oh, on the baselines. Now. Don't get so, me started. No. So no, but here's, it makes it harder to catch these foul balls. Yeah. So, 
the six seven shortstop uh, for the Pirates, who's uh, I think it's Orlando Cruz is his name or last okay. name is Cruz. Uh, he's left hand a left handed hitter, even though he's a shortstop, throws right handed, and uh, so the foul ball was hit high enough that it bounced on the uh, on the uh, steps, and he was able to get it. The reason that he was able to get it was because of my bladder. <laughs> and let me tell you how this how this your old man is. Jew bladder. Yes, talk yeah, to me. Yeah, yes. So there were two two. Uh, there was a couple. We were seats three and four in from the uh, in from the where the the steps were. So the couple that was closest to the steps they went for ice cream. And at the end of the inning, I went to the bathroom. Well, I guess Cruz was the first batter of the next inning, and he, my son sitting in seat number four, had a clear path to the aisle because the couple had gone for ice cream and I had gone for the bathroom and he was able to get to the aisle quick enough to get the bounce ball and catch it. Had I still been sitting there, I don't think he would have been able to climb over the old man fast enough to get it. And I don't think my reflexes would have been fast enough for me to get out and get it. So it was a perfect storm. On a scale of one to excited, 10 being the most excited he could be as a now 30 year old man, 31. Oh, Andy, God damn time is going so fast. Uh, on a scale of one to excited, how was he for this foul ball? Because he's done a lot of neat things in his sporting life. Yeah, he was happy. Actually, he had, he's been on a streak because he was at a Yankee game. He lives in New York. He was at a Yankee game a month or so earlier with his buddy, and he caught one there. So, uh, And that's the one he gave to a kid. But this one, uh, since it was a hometown ball, he thought he would keep it. And uh, and so we still have it. Okay. O'Neill uh, uh, no. O'Neill Cruz is his name, Cruz, yeah. and he's yeah, the yeah. tallest shortstop in MLB history. Really? Well, yes. Yeah. I guess well, they six, keep seven records is, on that. Six seven is yeah. really tall. Drinking water right there. Although so. uh, one one of the uh, players that they wanted to replace Cal Ripken with Ryan Miner, a former uh, college basketball player at Oklahoma. Was six seven. He played third base, but I guess he never played shortstop. So that's yeah. why. Yeah. By the way, your son, how's he tolerating the hellscape that is New York City? He's doing okay. He um he really likes basketball, and he not only plays on a on a rec team, you know, man at, at night, but he will go to the park often and uh, play pickup. He Get enjoys out. that. Your boy is going to the outdoor courts in New York City. Well, Run, he's not playing. He's not he's at not playing Stock. Rucker Park. He's not and, Rucker Park know. or Bed Stuy, but but it's New York City, Andy. This is great. Yeah. And you yourself lived in New York City when WFAN first started. I didn't actually live in the city. I lived in Queens, and then we lived in Rockland I, County. But he Queens actually lives basically, yeah. Okay, but he's actually living in Manhattan, Upper West Side, so he oh, can walk oh, up, oh, oh. walk up to Columbia University, uh, which is where he usually plays, and. Uh, and then he, he's got some guys that he plays with often enough that they'll text him, hey, you're free, you know, want to do some run, and he'll, you know, maybe if it's, if it's convenient. And especially he's a teacher, so he's off for about, you know, six weeks from the end of June to the beginning of August when they do teachers meetings. So oh, man. he's got some time. Yeah, that, is, yeah. that is really cool, man. And you know what? I love it because if you can make it there, Andy. <laughs> you can make it anywhere. You put up with the with the rigors and the horrors of New York City, you can do it anywhere. So good for him. You know, we're driven by the search for better. When it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match 
with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't help you just hire faster. 93% of employers agree. Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites. This according to a recent Indeed survey. Listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash Zabe. Just go to Indeed.com slash Zabe right now and support the show by saying you heard about it right here on this podcast. Indeed.com slash Zabe. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Let me uh, switch gears here. I understand that the commanders have decided they're going to have an 80th, 80th. anniversary celebration. 90th, yes. Oh, Okay, well, the 70th was 02, right? Correct. And the 80th was 2012, mm-hmm. and they're now going to have a 90th. What? First of all, what moron franchise doesn't just go 25 years at a clip? 50, 75, 100, right? I go. That's point number one. So these these Snyder, this moron, is doing this every 10 years on 70, 80, 90. And apparently the team said, well, in honor of the 90th, we're going to add 80 more players to the potential pool to create the 90 best. Am I getting this math right? I think that's right. Yes. Okay. I think that's right. It's already like, wait, so 80 plus 80 equals 90. Wait, what? Is there really <laughs> 80 more players worthy of consideration in the mere 10 year span from 2012 to 2022 in which, by the way, not very much good football was played. Right. But some of the ones who were left off from the teams of 70 and 80. Now I will say this when I, Trent I was, Williams the- was left off, which many yeah, people was- said, how is that possible? I was on the committee for 70, and we weren't allowed to consider any active players except for Daryl Green. Um, So we had some players who were still active at that point, so maybe they were even passed over for 80, and maybe now they've completed their careers, though uh, Kirk Cousins is listed as a possibility, and so is uh, Ryan (laughs) Kerrigan, who hasn't retired. But there's also, and this is is the – we'll get to Trent Williams in a second – but this is the schlockiness in which they operate. There's understand there's two misspellings. Joe Lavender, who was a cornerback, I think he played most of his career in Philadelphia, but did play here. How they spell and, Lavender? Tell me they didn't uh, misspell Joe. No, I think it was. I think they they need. I think it was an E that was should have been before the last R and, <laughs> or before the R, and it was an A or something like that. And then they also changed. They messed up Laverne Torgy Torgerson. Torgy, Torgy, the, uh, the uh, defensive line coach, who I think played for them back in the fifties or forties, right? And they misspelled his name, so that's a that's a complete embarrassment. You know, you got to go over these things very carefully before you put them out. And then uh, you mentioned Trent Williams. Not having Trent Williams as a possibility of one of the final ninety is a joke, and it addresses the pettiness of Dan Snyder and the organization and that there was a dispute over how his 
uh, cancerous growth on his scalp was handled. Right. And I guess blame him. They wound up giving him away basically for nothing, an all-pro tackle going for a fifth-round pick. And so there's bitterness there. And they're going to show him, boy. They're going to show him by not including him among the 90. So so pathetic. Like, this is – these guys that run that team cannot get out of their own way. They they? can't. They really can't. All they do, the whole every every step of the way, they're telling you, look at us. We've changed. We're the most diverse organization. All those things happened in the past. Ron Rivera likes to say, not on my watch. Well, on your watch, you brought in Ryan Vermillion, who is currently still under investigation by the FBI and no longer the uh, the uh, trainer the that you brought team in. Team trainer, yeah. Ex team trainer, team trainer, yeah, been replaced. Uh, there was also the shadow investigation that uh, the congressional committee says Dan Snyder was conducting while uh, the league was doing its own investigation of him. Um, and just one embarrassment after another. It's 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 the more they change, the more they stay the same. It doesn't doesn't work. Just shows you they don't have people that have passionate, deep knowledge and attention to detail running what should be routine PR related stuff. Or people that have the, the confidence to say, I don't know if this makes any sense. It's only yeah, been 10 I, years, and why 80 more players? Right, and, and, and every time there's, there's something that, that they don't uh, want to deal with, they throw a Sean Taylor at it. Now, oh, let's yeah. let's do a Sean Taylor, a Sean, Sean a Taylor tribute. Sean Taylor, Sean number, Taylor number towel giveaway on the fifteenth. Yeah, yeah exactly. Sean Taylor statue, whatever it is, just to try to avert your eyes. Look at look at the late great twenty one. Look 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 look. Don't don't look over there. Don't don't look at what, what Dan Snyder is alleged to have done. Look over here. Yeah yeah. So Trent was let, traded for a fifth rounder to San Francisco, and it was unsure exactly what kind of a career he would still have. He was getting close to 30 at the time, and he had come off that cancer scare and literally had a giant chunk of his head taken out. But he has taken to the Niners swimmingly under Kyle Shanahan and has now become a team captain, a perennial pro bowler, and just got a huge new contract and just, I don't know if this matters to anybody, was given a 99 rating in Madden, which is pretty hard to do. And I'm just thinking, man, there's another one that they ran out the door, and he's great somewhere else. Right, but also on top of, of the fact that they traded him for a fifth-round pick, they wanted to punish him the year before. Had they said, okay, we, we got you, you're not going to play for us. They could have traded him for a lot of, more, right? Yeah, two years left on his contract, which two years of team control is is very valuable these days, and they could have they could have yeah. had an auction and traded him. Instead, no, no, no. Then he reported just before the deadline so that it would count as a league year. Otherwise, they would push it to the following year, and he'd still be under team control for two more years. And as soon as he reported, they deactivated him. And that's the way they roll. That's everything they do is, oh, no, 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 F you. No, F you. And that's the way they do it. A pissing match followed by a fire sale and then doubled up with lies about how they showed him. Sort of like Mm -hmm. the Kirk Cousins thing. You know, Andy. You don't have to root for the commanders. They're not I even don't. a team you grew up with. You know that. I understand. But but here's but, here's but, my overall view of this. Mm-hmm. Although it is owned by one Daniel M. Snyder, it is my team. <laughs> I my team. You, and, and, and he bought it, but team, I, I it's my team. The team of your youth. Well, what what yeah. happens when they become the Prince William Commanders or the uh, Manassas Commanders or the 
uh, Occoquan Commanders, then well, you're free. Then you're fully free to go. I'm out. No, but but uh, Come on. where they are, other you know, unless they move to uh, Vegas or something like that, they are always going to be the local team for me. And and frankly, I have no real desire to go to an NFL game. The television product is delicious, and uh, I like to consume it the way I do every Sunday. Yeah. So you know, as far as where they play doesn't really make a lot of difference to me anymore. Speaking of the television contract, did you see where Goodell said basically, we haven't decided yet on Sunday ticket, but it's most likely going to be on a streaming service. So the long run of DirecTV and the mm-hmm. satellite dish that many of us were forced to buy and mount to our homes or mount to our roofs or mount to a tree somewhere is likely going to finally topple in 2022. Well, I, I know that you have been a consumer of that product for a long time. Yes. But but for me personally, you like it's Red never Zone really, better. It's well, I don't because of the I watch the only real full games that I watch are now <laughs> Commander games. games. Yeah. And so the 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 other games being on the Red Zone channel is enough. I don't need a full game to watch, you know, some other team. I just doesn't mean enough to me. Yeah. Well, I think a lot of people like you, like the red zone, they just yeah. want the crab meat cracked and shelled and oh. put in a big pile. <laughs> I love it. Not yeah. having to work for it, but <laughs> yeah. it's going to be interesting what it does to the landscape because, man, DirecTV paid them a ton of money for that package because mm-hmm. it was their one killer application that differentiated themselves from, say, Dish Network. Right. And uh, there's a lot of us that still have the old Dish because we're off the grid and don't have cable or Fios. Don't have good internet. It's going to suck for us, that's for sure. But, hey, it looks like I just got $450 deposited into my bank account. Okay. Because that's what it costs. How about this? Do you think within the next 20 years that it's possible that Super Bowl is pay-per-view? No. Because it's less valuable being pay-per-view. They want it to be a mass audience kind of thing. You make it pay-per-view, find out how quickly how many people don't give a shit about it and don't hold a party. Watch. I don't know. The fact it's free is why everyone buys in. Free still matters to people even more in, you know, our current inflationary society. But but going to a Super Bowl party or watching the Super Bowl is something that you just do every year. I I, know they would get they would get a lot of people paying for it, but it would be I think you would break the brand of the Super Bowl. I may be wrong about that. I may be naive, but We'll see. Yeah. Who would have thought yeah. and, and NCAA players would be getting paid millions of dollars legally to advertise oh, Lamborghinis and shit like that. That 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 phrase, ooh, that escalated quickly. And has never applied <laughs> more than more NIL. To, because what's today? July the tenth? July yes. yeah, July tenth. So one year and nine days after the Supreme Court said, no, 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 we're going to allow this. I mean, it's it's And it's quarterbacks, 18-year-old quarterbacks coming out of high school are signing $9.5 million deals to play at Miami. $9.5 yeah, million. The, the head coach at Ohio State tells boosters, yeah, it's going to keep thir- take $13 million to keep this roster together, and the quarterback's going to cost $2 million. Wow. <laughs> In one year. The- That's Ohio State. The phrase from the SMU glory days of cheating, we got a payroll to make, has yeah. come full circle, hasn't it? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, that, that, I mean, that was the scandal of scandals. And people will look back on it and say, well, why? 
what what happened there? You know, it's it's amazing. Absolutely. Speaking of money, Lamar Jackson, who is currently not with a contract extension, although they say they're going to work on one, yada, yada, yada. He has his mother as his agent. Are you aware of this? Oh, I know he wasn't using it. He wasn't using an agent. He no. was trying to do it his himself. Mom so now it's basically now it's his agent, right? Mm. And he recently changed his Twitter header to a photograph mm. of either him or somebody with a gold tooth sort of grill that spells out "I need money." Mm. This is a is former it? MVP of the league, Andy, without an agent, without a contract extension already through his fourth year in the NFL, what is he doing? Uh, And from what I understand, it's not that the Ravens don't want to talk to him about money. He doesn't want to talk to them. (laughs) Right. But there's nobody guiding his strategy. And in the NFL, you need an agent to go, look, here's the landscape. Here's how it's going to work out. We're going to position ourselves this way. We could maybe relent on this issue or there, but – you know, we could have these other teams. I talked to all these other teams all the time. This team really wants you. That team really wants you. Where do you mm-hmm. want to play? What offense would you work best in? You need an agent. He's got sure. his mom. And it's comps, too. It's just like selling a house. You know, if, if the house next door to you recently sold for $500,000, you're not going to put yours on the market for a million. Right. <laughs> you know, I, It's just bonkers to me that this is happening. But, well, uh, good luck to him on that front. Uh, we've got the Backdoor Hall of Fame window now open for uh, veterans and seniors and whatever they call it, contributors. And our friend Joe Jacoby is back up eligible again since he did not get in through the front door. Yeah, and this is they've uh, increased the number of of candidates of that ilk, uh, those who were passed over by the regular committee, whatever that is, Peter King and his boys. And, uh, and, And this is just a travesty that he has not made it in. And everybody was wringing their hands about how long Tony Baselli had to wait. Screw them. Right. Tony Baselli played seven years. He never played in the Super Bowl. He made could not all flip, pro. Could not flip sides like Joe did. Right. And 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 he was the blindside tackle. He was supposedly the left left side blindside tackle, except his quarterback was left-handed. It was Mark right. Brunel. Yeah. So he was not a blindside tackle. He was good, but the problem was he was the second pick of the draft at a USC. So instantly there are expectations. Well, he must be great. Yeah. That maybe he re- really wasn't that great, but you couldn't look at the second pick of the draft and say, yeah, that's he's not that good because you can't really judge linemen that as easily as you can quarterbacks, wide receivers, running backs, et cetera. Right. And Jake was, was an undrafted free agent when they had 12 rounds, and he distinguished himself as one of the best left tackles in the game. And won four Super Bowls. I, I mean, it's just ridiculous that he has not gotten in. Yeah. And up here in Wisconsin, they're banging the drum for Sterling Sharp, who was a yeah. tremendous receiver for seven years, and then his knee blew up, and he basically never played no, neck, again. Neck, neck, neck injury. Oh, yeah, I'm sorry. Yeah. Neck injury, not his knee. Um, but, yeah, his numbers, you look at his seven-year numbers, they're crazy. Almost yeah. 90 catches a game. First receiver to lead the league in catches back-to-back years, which he did. Almost mm-hmm. 10 touchdowns a year. Um, but only seven years. And it's, I look at the NFL and I say, well, wait, you let Terrell Davis in with a very short resume. Wonder why that is. Oh, maybe it's because the NFL network, right? Yes. And then here's a similar short career in Sterling Sharp. And it's hard for him to even get a sniff. Well, and, and if you use that same logic, then you understand it because Sterling Sharp 
was a horse's ass once That's he stopped playing. A total uh, dick, yes. Yeah, yeah. I mean, he, they, they actually wanted to, to put him in better jobs, and he was just so difficult to deal with. At one time, he was a candidate for Monday Night Football. But uh, he was at ESPN. Oh, yeah. But he was at ESPN the same time I was, and I remember how difficult he was to deal with. So, you know, in many ways, you reap what you sow. Now, was he good enough to be a Hall of Famer? Yeah, maybe. But, you know, you have to look at him like in the Gale Sayers category of a guy who was great for a short period of time. Was he great enough to be a Hall of Famer? I, I don't know because, you know, wide receivers, seemingly we judge them more on numbers than anything else. You know, how many career catches. And then once Jerry Rice put the number so far out there, yeah. anybody that's not within spitting distance of that isn't considered anymore. All right, two more quick ones. Baker Mayfield to the Browns from your fifth-round pick, and they get a discount on the salary. Tell me that – the commanders should not have sat tight and gone for Baker Mayfield instead of Carson Wentz. Yeah. I mean, that might've been a choice. I don't know how well, you know, he fits their offense. I think he might, but, um, who's the yeah. better quarterback right now, Baker Mayfield or Carson Wentz? Uh, Push, I think you flip a, right? yeah, you flip a coin. Here's, here's okay. what I think. Though. So, I think, so why, so how can you not look at the commanders and go, you dipshits, you paid a full 28 million, of his salary. Is it $28 million on the books for Carson Wentz? Yeah, well, but just for one year. That's all they're committed to. I yeah. thought they were on the hook for another year. No, they can void him after this year. They can he, void he, him. Okay. Yeah. Um, but Baker Mayfield is cheaper, and you only had to give up a fifth, mm-hmm. not two-thirds, because the commanders gave right. up two-thirds. And he's one and done as well. If you don't like him, let him go. Right, but this organization, because of where they are, couldn't afford to wait. This was another, hey, don't look over there. Look over here. We got a guy who was once, you know, going to be the MVP of the league, once going to lead the Eagles. He was going to be the Eagles quarterback for the next 10 years. Don't look over there. So they couldn't wait to see what was going to happen with Baker Mayfield. They had to get a guy who had the NFL arm, who was, you know, a high draft pick, and then they could say, okay, and, and everything – if you, if you check back at all the stuff that Ron Rivera has said since they got Wentz, it's like a daily PR campaign. Oh, yeah. And he, and he did one, I think it was with Albert Breer, where he talked about, oh, I saw him play golf with his teammates, and in the clubhouse, he was joking around with them. Like, he's a really good guy. And then he said, we invited his family over for dinner, and I saw the way he interacted with his daughters. So, you know, it's the, the, the constant pounding of, he can't be a dick. Look at him. Look at how he's doing. Look, look at how, you know, how great a guy he is. Oh, boy. All right. yeah. Did you see uh, on the way out the door? Did you see that apparently now they're going to give out summer league NBA oh, championship God. rings? Yeah, and that that <laughs> now you know that to me that falls into the into the participation trophy uh, arena. Totally but, participation trophy. But, but 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 now that I've come and I've, I've saw some tweets that maybe uh, sway me the other way. This is the league saying, yeah, it looks like ridiculous, you know, summertime filler, but this is really important because look at the rings we give out. The question to me is, uh, will there be any player who from cherishes. a summer league champion yes. no, who, who gets that and has the chutzpah to actually wear one of those <laughs> so that when he's, he's at, a, at a social gathering and somebody looks at that and goes, Wow, which NBA championship was that for? Oh, that's summer league. Summer league, summer, really? Summer of twenty-two. We were, yeah. we were great. Me yeah. and a bunch of other G leaguers beat another yeah. team from Orlando with a bunch of G leaguers. Yeah, yeah. In so Vegas. you know, he's, 
he, he's hanging with, you know, like Charles Barkley. And he says, hey, Chuck, you got any rings? <laughs> no, I didn't win one. Oh, well, look at this. Look at this. Oh, God. God help us. All right, Andy. Always good to talk to you, my friend. Uh, we'll hear you every day on AM 630, the sports capital yes, in sir. Washington, D.C. from 10 to noon. Correct. All right, buddy. We'll talk to you next week. Thank you, man. All right. Bye, Zed. Take See care. You. And that is a wrap. Thank you for listening and downloading. And thank you for telling your friends about this podcast. Thank you for taking a two-second journey over to iTunes or Google Play and liking, subscribing, and reviewing. It helps with the algorithm. Subscribe to get your Friday fix. Subscribe to when football starts in the fall. You are not left out in the cold. Go to zape.com slash premium for more information on that. Have a great Monday, everybody, and we will see you next time. And think of the summers of the past. Adjust the bass and let the Alpine blast. Pop in my CD and let me run around and put your car on cruise and lay back because it's summertime. What does innovation sound like? It sounds like the luxury of being in the moment with your customer, client, or patient. It sounds like having the right information right when you need it. It sounds like being at your best for your customers and your business. Thanks to Highland's intelligent content solutions that improve digital processes, innovators everywhere are able to do their thing better, whatever that thing is. Now, who doesn't like the sound of that? Highland. For innovators everywhere, visit highland.com. 162 games of baseball a season can feel like a grind to watch, but you can put the excitement back into each and every game with my bookie. Run lines, money lines, props galore. Nobody gives you more opportunities to win than my bookie. Getting started is simple. Deposit $300 and play with $200 instantly. Just use promo code ZABE to claim a my bookie deposit bonus. Whether you're a diehard fan or a newcomer to the sport, there's never been a better time to join the MyBookie family. Go ahead and sign up today using promo code ZABE to secure your first deposit bonus up to $1,000 with MyBookie. Whatever you put in, they'll meet halfway all the way up to $1,000. Bet anything, anytime, anywhere with MyBookie.com.